Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 210 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to finish up our conversation on leaving a legacy financially. And specifically, today we're going to talk about why leaving a financial legacy is not a bad thing uh, and ways in which we can go about trying to leave a financial legacy for the next generation uh, that comes by behind us and how we can do so in a prudent uh, and even a biblical way. Uh, so stick around for that and much more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to create a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So at the end of the day, what is our goal financially? Right. I'll tell you what I think your goal should be, your overarching goal, and then obviously you have uh, many smaller goals that are very specific to you. Uh, but I'll tell you what I think your goal should be because this is my goal over the long term, and it is to reach the highest level of financial freedom that you absolutely can. And this can look like many different things, right? Uh, at the beginning of your financial freedom journey, you know, just getting out of a debt, right? Paying off a car, paying paying off a credit card, or uh, paying off your student loans. It's a big win, and you feel a little more free every time you're able to do that. Or when you build an emergency fund, you feel a little more free. Or when you look at your investment accounts and you see money starting to stack up in those investment accounts, you feel a little more free uh, in that moment. Uh, but I am trying to help you to build financial freedom and uh, allow you to be financially independent in the things that you do uh, as you move through life, right? But part of being financially independent, being financially free, uh, is building up assets for yourself so that you can live on those assets in retirement, right? And then just naturally, if we want to try to make those assets last and we want to try to live off of uh, these assets until we pass away, then naturally we're probably going to have something left behind. And what we have that we leave behind may be substantial and it may not be, right? But I want to start with this today. It is not bad to leave something behind. It is not bad to leave an inheritance to your children. It's not bad to leave an inheritance to your grandchildren. It is not a bad thing inherently. Can it turn bad? Can it be a bad situation? Absolutely it can, right? But that's most things in life. Most things in life can take a sour turn if we allow them to, right? But the thing is, you have to make the proper concessions in order to make sure that uh, you know leaving an inheritance doesn't take a super sour turn, right? So I just want to lead off today with uh, just a, a couple of Bible verses that I think are uh, really relevant to leaving an inheritance. And uh, a lot of times in the Bible, when it talks about inheritance, we're talking about our inheritance as co-heirs with Jesus Christ to uh, the throne and co-heirs with Jesus Christ to salvation, 
right? But uh, there are a couple places in the Bible that I think it speaks specifically to uh, some financial well-being and to leaving some inheritance behind. Proverbs 13.22 says, A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Right, so uh, basically saying that you know a, a good man is going to leave things behind uh, for those that come after them, and not just allow them to start from nothing. Right, and again, this can be a spiritual inheritance and not uh, necessarily a financial inheritance in all cases. But then it says that the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous, meaning that there is going to be uh, this shift of. Uh, the things that sinners build up, the things that non-believers build up being uh, you know, turned over to the righteous. And in this case, we're really uh, you know, looking at something that is a bit more spiritual. But in 1 Timothy 5.8, it says, But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Right, So you have to take care of your household, and you're supposed to take care of your family members and those who come after you. Right, It's something you're supposed to do. Now, does this mean that you have to leave an inheritance? No, but I think these two verses specifically speak to the fact that leaving an inheritance is not a bad thing. Right, Leaving money behind for people to provide for people and to help them get better starts at whatever they're doing in life uh, is not a bad thing. Again, can have bad consequences, but is not in and of itself a particularly bad thing. We know that people can make bad decisions. We know uh, that if you know your kid has uh, some type of you know let's say drug or alcohol problem or gambling problem, and you leave them a lot of money, well, guess what's going to happen? That money's going to go towards drugs and alcohol and gambling, right? It's not going to uh, go towards constructive things, and that's kind of why I've I've talked about a lot of the things I have over the course of this week uh, because I really uh, think they all mesh well together and build uh, on how we can leave a legacy in a good way because. Uh, if you want control over the the stipulations by which your children or grandchildren or any of your heirs can receive any of your assets, uh, we talked about having a trust and having wills and being able to control our assets from the grave and make those decisions and have stipulations on the money that we give whomever, right? So these are things that we can work through and we don't have to just you know leave money behind and go, well, let's see what they do with it, right? That does not have to be the case. And not only... Right? Should you know, you make some stipulations for uh, the type of you know moral conduct that your heirs are uh, portraying, but you should also go through uh, the very helpful exercise of helping to educate your heirs, helping to know uh, that you know they are on the right track financially and that they will not squander what you leave them. Right? This is a responsibility of yours as the person who holds the assets, who holds the money. Right? You have to make sure that your legacy is a gift and not a curse, right? And you have to make sure that if you know you raise your kids in a specific way, right, then don't be surprised if they treat your money the way that you've seen them treat everything else in their life, right? Uh, it's no surprise when somebody who's responsible and trustworthy uh, and prudent does really, really smart things. It's no surprise. But it's also no surprise when somebody uh, who is you know, mentally unstable or somebody who makes really bad decisions or somebody uh, who has some type of uh, you know, dependency on substance, right? Uh, it's, it's no surprise when they make bad decisions. 
right? And it should be no surprise to you. So we don't need to just be leaving money behind blindly. Uh, we need to leave money behind in a strategic way that will allow us uh, to build a strong financial legacy for our families over the long term uh, and not just have this uh, here today, gone tomorrow type of money. I mean, have you ever heard of uh, the phrases new money and old money? right? Old money is that money that sticks around, is that money that continues to grow and grow and people way down the line can benefit from that old money. But new money is money that has just recently been uh, attained and new money typically gets um, gets squandered, right? And so we don't want to be in a place where we build new money and we're not able to make that new money become old money. We want to make our money become old money because as it gets older, it's going to grow and grow and be able to benefit more people just right down the line in our family. So leaving an inheritance is not a bad thing, right? But it's something that you have to do with a lot of care, with a lot of um you know, understanding of who you're leaving your money to, uh, and you have to have a lot of the education as to the things that you need to have in place and the education that you need to receive and help your heirs to receive so that they cannot uh, go about squandering the money that you leave behind to them. Okay. So something else that I wanted to do because, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey is a big name in the financial space and, uh, you know, is really what got me into wanting to do something like this, uh, because Dave Ramsey is, you know, really good at what he does. He helps people get out of debt. He helps people build wealth over the long term, right? Well, he's written several books as well. And one of the books that he wrote is called the legacy journey, right? And, uh, we're talking about leaving a financial legacy this week. And so I thought that I could just go through uh, a few quotes from Dave Ramsey that are specifically about leaving a legacy uh, and are about some of the, the topics surrounding leaving a legacy. And we can dig into some of these quotes and talk about uh, exactly what he means and exactly how uh, these quotes can be helpful for you. So the first one is that contentment isn't a destination. It's not a place you get to. It's a manner of traveling. It's an attitude that influences everything you do with money. Right. So I've talked about contentment before and being content with what you have. Being content does not mean that, you know, oh, I'm poor, so I'm just going to stay poor because I'm content. That's not what content means. Content means that you don't have to have more in order to be happy. You don't have to have more in order to feel joy. You aren't uh, depressed by the fact that you don't have what other people have. You are content in your situation. You have what you have, and you know that there is opportunity to build, and you're willing to take that opportunity, but you're not going to stake your entire identity on the fact uh, that you don't have what other people have, right? So contentment isn't a destination, So meaning we don't get to contentment, right? You're, you're not seeking out to reach contentment, even though contentment is something you want to build up in yourself, right? But he says, it's not a place you get to. It's a manner of traveling. It's an attitude that influences everything you do with money. Because content people do different things with money than other people do. Content people do not spend their money, save their money, give their money like people who are not content do, right? They have different money habits. And being content is a very, very big deal. And understanding uh, that if you're leaving money behind to someone else, that they have a certain level of contentment, right? Because if you know you leave money behind to somebody who is not content, that money is not likely to uh, last very long. That money is not likely to do the things that you want it to do. 
right? But you also have to check yourself and make sure that you're not just building up assets to build up assets. And you're not just building up assets because you want more, 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 that you actually have contentment. And that is a great way to leave a legacy financially, right? Is to teach contentment, show contentment, right? Illustrate contentment to your children, to your family members, to the people who are coming after you, right? Because if you can pass down contentment, then any amount of money that goes to the next generation is probably going to be treated with a lot of care. And it's probably going to be something that uh, is not just thrown away uh, at the first sign of, you know, a a sale on a new car or whatever it may be, right? Uh, Contentment is something that if we can pass that down, then leaving a financial legacy becomes not only more likely to work, right? But it becomes more likely to last for several generations because as contentment is passed down, uh, so can the money that you leave. So contentment isn't a destination. It's not a place you get to. It's a manner of traveling. It's an attitude that influences everything that you do with money. I really like that quote. Then Dave also has this other quote that says, there's nothing wrong with having nice things, but when you're trying to buy nice things to be happy, you're going to hurt. It's not going to work. Right. So basically saying uh, you can have nice things. You can build a financial legacy. You can have uh, a lot of money, a lot of assets. You can. Right. But if you are trying to build up or buy nice things or, you know, have all these investments, have all this money, have all these houses, have all these cars, whatever it may be. Right. In order to be happy. It's only going to hurt you. It's not going to be beneficial to you in order to live your life in that way, right? There is nothing wrong with having nice things, but it requires that contentment that I just talked about, right? And if you're trying to leave a financial legacy to those behind you, uh, you likely have a good idea of how they feel about money and nice things and things like that. And you need to help to communicate to them that having nice things is fine, right? But if you think that nice things are going to make you happy, you have a distorted view of money, Uh, And you're also going to have a distorted view of money that's left behind to you from whomever leaves that money behind. Okay, so nothing wrong with having nice things. But when you are trying to buy nice things to be happy, you're going to hurt. It's not going to work. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Okay, then the last quote from Dave Ramsey that I want to get into today um, is that money is not good or evil. It has no morals or intentions on its own. Money reflects the character of the user. Right. And how do we know this? How do we know that this is the case? Well, we know that this is the case because uh, we've seen people win the lottery, right? And nothing wrong with winning the lottery. If you win the lottery, good for you. I hope that it does all the things for you financially that you want it to do. But what, what do we know? We know that a lot of people who play the lottery, right, already have a distorted view of money. And they're already trying to get rich quick. There's already this lack of contentment with what they have. There's already uh, this distorted view of money, right? And let's say, you know, they win the lottery. A lot of people blow what they win on the lottery very, very quickly. Why? Because money, it reflects the character of the person who is using it, right? If you have somebody who is, uh, you know, super conservative with what they have, they uh, have, you know, good decision-making skills, they really think through things, they're very prudent with their money, and they won the lottery. Well, first of all, that person would probably not play the lottery in the first place because uh, of the horrendous odds that you have. But let's say that person has a windfall of money come upon them. It's not likely that that person is going to blow that windfall of money, right? It's far more likely that that money gets taken care of because money is not good or evil. It does not have morals. It has no intentions, 
right? Your money is not telling you what to do. You make the decisions with your money, right? It reflects how you view it. It reflects who you are. Where your money goes uh, reflects who you are. If you show me uh, your budget, you show me uh, your spending habits, right? I can tell you what you care about most because it reflects the character of the user. And I really, really love that. And I think uh, that's something that we need to keep in mind when we're leaving a legacy financially, right? That money is only going to reflect the character of the person that you're leaving the money to, right? So if you're leaving money to a person of bad character, then the money is not going to to be used in a proper way. It's, it's not going to be uh, multiplied. It's not going to be uh, used for responsible means. It is going to be uh, likely spent on any number of things that are uh, wants and not needs and things that um, you know, we don't have to have, things that this person doesn't have to have, but uh, things that they just want and they're very um, you know, emotionally immature when it comes to handling money, which a lot of people are emotionally immature when it comes to handle money, uh, but I'm just saying, if you know that about a person, then maybe you need to rethink leaving money to them, or maybe you need to help them to gain the education and emotional maturity in order to handle what they are left uh, by you when you pass away. Okay, so that uh, is the third quote from Dave Ramsey that I wanted to talk about today. Now I want to talk about five ways that we can leave behind a healthy financial legacy. Okay, because we want to leave a legacy and we want to do so in the healthiest way possible. We don't want to, uh, you know, just leave money behind and then uh, it just be a, a big, you know, free for all when we go, right? We want it to be uh, structured well and we want our heirs to be good managers of the money that we leave behind. Okay, so the first thing we can do uh, to leave behind a healthy financial legacy is to plan ahead. Right? You have to have a plan. Right? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right, we've heard that a million times. Okay, there are many ways you, there are many ways to spend your money, right? But with planning, you can spend your money wisely to make sure that you cover all your basic needs, right? You save for emergencies. You can save towards your goals. You can save for retirement. A financial plan is, I mean, basically, it starts with the budget, right? It starts with you budgeting. It starts with you uh, saying, "What's my income?" What are my expenses? And let me plan out what's going to happen financially over the course of this unique month, right? And write down every single thing, give every dollar a name, uh, and then you will have at least some plan for that month. That is a shorter term plan. But you need to have a plan for uh, everything that you do financially, right? You need to know where your money is going to go. And if you're going to leave a good financial legacy, Right? You need to have a good plan. You need to have a plan for who's going to receive the money. You need to have a plan for in what amounts. You need to have a plan for what's going to happen to your physical assets. Are they going to be liquidated? Or are they going to be left to certain people? You know, who's going to uh, you know, be your trustee of your trust? Who's going to execute your will? All these types of things you are going to have to plan ahead if you want to leave a healthy financial legacy for the next generation. So first, we have to plan ahead. Second thing that we need to do, if you have anybody anybody at all that relies on your income, you need to get life insurance. Okay? You need to get term life insurance. Okay? The main purpose of life insurance is to give your loved ones some financial protection when you pass away. Right? Uh, my wife and I are about to have uh, a baby boy here soon, and we're very, very excited about that. But in that being the case, right, if one of us uh, you know, is you know, the primary breadwinner and that person passes away, right, then there's still a baby to take care of. Right? And there's still life that has to go on after that person has passed away. 
right? And if you know you were relying on that person's income, you need life insurance on that person so that you can uh, move on with life in at least a relatively normal way and not be financially pinched by the fact uh, that something happened that you couldn't plan on. Right? Life insurance can be a huge help when you pass away as it can help with things such as paying for final expenses, uh, medical costs, funeral costs, all those types of things, uh, covering any family debt. So if you, uh, you know, have any debts outstanding or that person has any debts outstanding, those can be taken care of. Maintaining your family's lifestyle, which I was talking about just a moment ago, right? Uh, you know, if you are having to take care of yourself and a child and you know, your spouse is the primary breadwinner and they passed away or whatever, right? You need to be able to maintain some normalcy in your life, right? And then supporting a child's education. You want to give that child the best start possible. You want to do the most that you can for them. And, and another thing that um, life insurance can be used for and, and should in a lot of cases, if it is enough, if there's plenty there, uh, go ahead and pay off. Like, let's say you live in a home that you have a mortgage on, pay off that home, right? So that you can decrease your expenses in a very, very real way, right? You can get rid of uh, that big expense that looms over your head every single month uh, and you can go into a place where uh, you know, you don't have debt and you have very little expenses uh, and you don't have so much reliance on the income that you lost anymore. Okay, so have life insurance. That is a good way to build a healthy financial uh, legacy. Not only is it good because it's prudent, but it's also good because that's tax-free money that you leave behind, right? So if you're looking for tax efficiency in your estate planning, uh, then leaving life insurance is a very, very good way to go. The third way that we can leave a strong, healthy financial legacy is to save for retirement. Saving for retirement is one of the most important things to think about when planning your financial future. Retirement savings are long-term savings options that give you an income when you retire and can also serve as income for loved ones if you pass away. We talk about retirement all the time, right? We talk about um, you know retirement income. We talked about ways you can invest your money in retirement. We talked about uh, you know, the importance of saving for retirement, you know this, you know that it is very, very important to save money for retirement. But how does this help you to leave a healthy financial legacy? Well, it makes it to where you don't have to be taken care of in retirement. We see this time and time and time again, that parents have to be taken care of financially by their children uh, when they are retirement age. And if you have adequate retirement savings, you don't have to be taken care of by your children. And in not having to be taken care of by your children, right? Then you can allow them to build assets for themselves and save for their own retirement and do things uh, that they want to do with their money, right? And you don't have to be uh, something that is sucking away at their ability to build long-term financial freedom, right? So if you save for retirement, then it is going to help you to build a legacy uh, in, you know, allowing your children to do what they need to do financially without having to worry so much about your finances. And then also, obviously, uh, there are tax advantages. If there's things like a Roth IRA, Roth 401k that gets left behind, uh, then you can, again, leave tax-free money to uh, your heirs, which is a very, very big deal. And if you know, you're thinking about, you know, how can I minimize taxes upon uh, my death, that is a very big way in which you can do so. Okay, so save for retirement, very, very important thing. All right, then fourth, create good financial habits. What do we talk about all the time? What are the three things that we need to be doing with money at all times? Giving, saving, and spending in some proportion based on where you are at uh, within a particular financial plan, specifically the financial action plan, right? And these are good habits to build, right? You need to be doing all of them and you don't need to be doing any way more than the other, 
All right, we don't need to be uh, spending way more money uh, relative to the amount that we are giving and saving. We don't need to get too out of whack because it's a three-legged stool that stands up, right, if we uh, are doing things in the proper way. But if you lean too far on one leg of the stool, then the whole stool will fall over, right? So we need to build these good financial habits. We need to make sure uh, that we are saving money. We need to make sure that we do give because giving brings out the best in us and giving is good uh, for us financially, right? Giving can allow us to have that feeling of contentment and can allow us to have a better view of money to where maybe we don't build assets anymore just so we can have them and we can consume them, but so we can help others uh, with what we have because money is not just all about us, right? Leaving behind a financial legacy doesn't have to be about physical items and money either. Take some time to instill good money habits on your friends, family, and loved ones. We need to sit down with those who uh, are coming after us and make sure that they know how to handle their money. Right? We need to be very intentional with our children. Teach them how to handle their finances because it is a huge deal and it cripples so many people when they don't know how to do things financially. Okay, This education can help them to understand the value behind money and how to make the most of it themselves. When it comes to children, it's always a good idea to teach them from a young age uh, as this knowledge will carry them throughout their lives and help them to better manage money. Just remember, keep it simple. right? Keep it simple with your children. Keep it simple with those that come after you. But make sure that they know the good financial habits that it takes in order to build something substantial so they can continue the cycle uh, that maybe you began if you came from nothing, right? Uh, and uh, they can continue to build that generational wealth and that long-term financial freedom for you and the rest of your family. And then the fifth thing that you can do uh, to leave a healthy financial legacy, we've talked about this a bit this week already, right? But you need to have an estate plan and you need to go to an estate planning attorney. You have to have a will. You have to have power of attorney documents. Regardless of who you are, you need those so that you can leave uh, a healthy financial legacy. And that's a healthy financial legacy because uh, there's no ambiguity, right? Nobody's going to be mad at the fact that you didn't make these decisions beforehand, right? And you didn't do the right things beforehand. Uh, so have a will, have power of attorney documents. And then if you are in a position that you have enough assets to build a trust and have a trust and uh, you know set all of that up for your family, then absolutely do that. Because then, like I said earlier, you can set out all of these uh, particular stipulations for the inheritance of your money, things that uh, your heirs have to do, benchmarks that they have to hit in their own life before they can touch any of your money. And that's a very, very big thing and something that can help you a lot, especially if you have any substantial amount of assets. But when it really comes down to it, right? The way that we can leave the best uh, financial legacy, the way we can do so in the healthiest way, is just be intentional uh, with our family members, be intentional with our friends, right? Talk about money. People don't talk about money and, and don't talk about money in, in terms of I have this much, I own this, I own that, I do this, I do that. Not, not all these I statements, right? But what is going to get you to long-term financial freedom? Because that's what people want, right? People don't necessarily want to build mansions in the sky, although some people might, right? People don't necessarily want uh, to own all the cars and to, you know, go on all the vacations, even though that those may be nice things that you can do with money, right? People don't necessarily want that. What people want is they want to be able to go to the grocery store and not worry about 
you know, spending a little too much or go, go to the grocery store and be able to buy the things that they want. People want to be able to pay their mortgage and not worry about the amount of money that they have in their bank account. They want to look in their bank account and see commas, right? They don't want to just see, you know, $29 in their bank account at the end of the month. They want to be able uh, to have good habits. They do, right? Even people who act inappropriately with money and do things incorrectly with money, right? They just lack the structure. They lack the education, right? So we need to be very intentional about teaching good financial habits, doing uh, the things, showing others how you're supposed to live financially. uh, And in doing so, you can build a very strong financial uh, foundation for yourself and your family and help to, uh, you know, leave a legacy of not only money, right? Because leaving a legacy of money is perfectly fine. That's something that, yeah, we want to do that. We want to leave a legacy of money, but you can also leave a legacy of good decision-making, of being prudent, of being uh, content, of being generous, of being a saver, of being all these different types of things, right? Being uh, an abundance mindset type of person who knows that there's plenty of money out there for all of us uh, and that we don't uh, have to just, you know, pinch every penny. And we we also, you know, don't just go and blow everything that we have. And we have good uh, financial balance based on the fact that we give, save, and spend uh, in the way that we should, right? So building a financial legacy, leaving a financial legacy is not a bad thing. It's something that we should all strive to do in one way or another. And it's specific to you. It's specific to what your life looks like. And I hope for all of your sake that you want to do this. And I hope that you want uh, to leave something behind for those who come after you. Uh, but talk to your spouse about this. Talk to somebody you trust about this if you're single. And and really uh, just start thinking about the questions of, you know, why do I want to build uh, something financially? Why do I want to have money? Why do I want to save for retirement? Why do I want to have money in savings? Why, why, why? Know your why, right? And you'll be able to act in a much more uh, efficient way in leaving a long-term financial legacy for those who come after you. So hopefully you can do that. uh, And I'll be walking right beside you trying to push you right along the way to get to that point of long-term financial freedom for you and your family. So thanks for watching this episode. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan that's specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in Monday as I start talking about financial crashes of the past. Uh, And I want to talk about those next week. That way we can learn from the past and be better informed as to how to deal with our finances in the future. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.